0: Hello everyone, Sarah Rus from Germany, my name is Judel Boris and I welcome you to this episode of Running and Fabulous, a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road, even if it's freezing cold, and push themselves to the very next level. <laughs> Good morning to you all, coming to you again a little early before I go out for my run, I have a race on Sunday, so... Keep your fingers crossed that it's dry outside and that I can make the time that I want to make. Because if it's wet and slippery, then I'm just going to take it easy before I break something. (laughs) I actually want to come to you today. um, a, A thought came to my mind the other day when I saw a post on Instagram of somebody insinuating that gels are the same thing as m ms on the run so we're talking about like energy gels uh that that endurance endurance runners take when they are on the run and I actually wanted to make this I saw that and I'm like this is nonsense I'm like I have to make a podcast about this because that is a big a fat a lie okay first and foremost um, let's, there are three types of, of running events or running that you really have to watch out and how you actually fuel and refuel okay the first one is when you when you run under an hour you really don't need anything you know you may want it <laughs> you can take some NMs with you and that's just going to be extra calories that you could be burning but now you're making uh, so basically You don't need anything. If you're running in the heat, you do need to stay hydrated. So you might want to bring something to drink. It really all depends on you and what your body needs. And the heat outside does determine whether you need to drink under an hour or not, okay? And, um, but eating, no. If you're going between one hour and two hours, then you need to take between 30 and 60 grams of carbs, okay, every hour. I do it every 45 minutes, depending on the intensity of my run but you know not all carbs are created equal okay the carbohydrates that you find in the in the in the sweets is actually made of two molecules fructose and glucose and i don't want to get into techno babble but i've got to tell you this because glucose is the one that actually makes the energy in your body that gets pushed into your muscles you know uh, and 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 into your store for the liver etc cetera, etc cetera. so basically one of those two molecules in in this m&m yeah, it's the one that's gonna give you energy. The the gels actually have this molecule as the main source of sweet, right? So it's sweet, but it's not the same sweet, it's the actual energy that you need in order to the, the energy that goes directly to your muscles and it gets stored in your liver. So basically, it's the energy that you need for refueling on the run. But not only that, you know, when you're on the run, there are a lot of things that happen. You know, you actually are not just replenishing energy. It's not just about the sweet. It's also about the electrolytes, okay? Electrolytes are sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium, etc. But some of these gels, you know, the ones that the the electrolytes that you lose the most when you sweat, they come out in your sweat. That's why when you lick your hands and you're like, uh, after you Sweat a lot, you're going to see that it's salty. That is your electrolyte being lost on your sweat. Okay, so if you're doing long distance endurance, you're going to be sweating a lot. If you're going to be doing endurance in the heat, you're going to lose a lot more. If you lose, if you sweat a lot, you're going to lose a lot more of these electrolytes on the whistle what you got to do you got to replenish also the electrolytes so it's not just the sweet that gives you the energy to keep on moving you also got to give your body the electrolytes in order to do the water management in your body okay because you can become dehydrated if you don't have those okay so M&Ms are not the same as gels people it's a big fat misconception okay you may have m and in addition to your gels because you want it okay but uh, it's not the same thing you have to really be careful and I tell you um, I'm going to tell you later a story about what happened to me and how I learned this the hard way The other type of running where you could actually afford to eat anything you want along the way is the ultra-marathons, okay? But even those people that run ultra-marathons have to watch out and make sure they take electrolytes along the way because what I just said that applies to marathon and and half-marathon runners also applies to ultra-marathon runners because they're running at a lower intensity. Generally marathons and half-marathons, people run at a higher intensity. Ultra-marathoners may run slower because they do have to go a longer distance, so they have to reserve energy so they may go at a lower intensity but they're still sweating it out they're still you know burning all that energy they're still uh, losing electrolytes along the way so they may be able to take a sandwich along the way and have it or M&;ms or sweets and candy and stuff like that but they also need to have the electrolytes with them and they may have it in forms of pills uh, you know their tablets that, that have the electrolytes there are gels and there are numerous things out there when you start researching you'll find what you need but they also need to take that as well but they can also afford to eat along the way because it is a long long distance to do a you know 100 miler 50 miler you know um 60k or over over 100k so you do get to you 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 can you can can eat anything (laughs) now how it affects your performance who knows right because now we are adding uh, more fats and more things that the body needs to break down but you know that's that's for the ultra marathons to find out when they're actually going to do that so basically, I tell you what happened to me and how I learned that jails were actually really important. How I learned it the hard way. The very first time that I trained for a marathon, and that was New York City Marathon in 2015. Um, I had done until that point. I had done, you know, up to I think five half marathons or something like that. So up until that point, I had only done half marathons, and that's like 21.1 kilometers, right? So, in order to train for a marathon, you need to be able to do at least 30 kilometers in one go so that your mind is actually uh, prepared for this type of long distance, yeah? So, I was going to do my longest training at that time was um, uh, before my 30K. That was a 26 kilometer because you bring it up a notch every little bit, like every weekend you bring it up a notch. So, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to do 26 Kilometers, and that's a huge bite for me at that point at that time, right? That was huge. And I'm just like, okay, so I need to keep my muscles supple. You know, I was reading, you need to get hydrated, hydration, 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 and it is important to have hydration, okay. But I tell you what happened. I um, kept drinking a lot of water and I drank a lot of water on the Friday before uh, I went or yeah, on the Saturday before I went um, on the run friday and saturday just like liters of water and uh then i went out on the run and on the run i only took sugar with me uh not sugar directly but glucose with me so dextrose which is a direct uh the energy that you need to to move right and i took some some snacks with me like a salt press no i didn't have salt it wasn't salt it was sesame pretzels and um and some other things along the way that I thought, oh, yeah, we'll just go the natural way and I'm just going to eat along and, you know, just do this. No gels, no gels, you know, we don't need that. And um, I honestly, like I came back, I think I did like six uh, something per kilometer uh, the entire time. I came back and, uh, and after I stretched, I went uh, to do my after run shake, which I usually have uh, something with high antioxidants, meaning lots of fruits and something with protein in it meaning uh, pea protein is what I use. So basically I was I went to do my shake and I couldn't I couldn't bring the things out of the cover. I couldn't get the ingredients together. I was so weak you know and I was very very cold and I'm like I know that after a long run I'm cold but this is abnormally cold. And so basically generally during training seasons I keep eggs cooked hard boiled eggs in the freeze in the, not in the freezer in the in the fridge. And I was like, oh my God, I can't, I need something in my stomach now. So I went to get the two eggs out of of the fridge and I went to peel it. And my fingers were like paper. They were like falling off my finger. I'm just like, oh my God, this is so abnormal. What's wrong with me? So I actually took a knife and I sliced through the eggs and I put salt in it. And I ate it, of course, without the the shells. (laughs) So I actually just, you know, scooped it out and ate the two eggs and I laid on the couch with like two or three blankets on me because I was freezing and my nose was extra cold. My nose was really cold and, you know, I was so tired. It was abnormal, you know, and I'm like, that can't be normal. And uh, I woke up three hours later, little by little, I felt like I was thawing along the way, you know, and I woke up three hours later and what's the first thing you do when something happens to you? What's the first thing you do? you google it of course you know so i went to google and i'm just like google what the hell just happened to me and so um i actually just kind of described the symptoms that i had and it turned out that i suffer a very mild thank god very mild case of hyponitremia hyponitremia is when you lose all Well, it happens when you lose your electrolytes, you know. I didn't have, lose all of it, thank God, because then I wouldn't be here talking to you to tell you the story, because when you lose all of your electrolytes, you suffer brain damage, you can actually die from it. And in fact, what I did find out was that during a a marathon, the London Marathon in the prior year, or two years prior, I don't remember the date, um, somebody, a runner, actually died of hyponatremia after crossing the finish line. So basically, he was drinking too much water and he didn't replenish his electrolytes. And uh, and he passed away, unfortunately. Very young guy. It was devastating, actually, for me to read this. And I was really surprised to read this because you would think that profit runners would know you know, a little bit more than us, uh, you know, normal humans. I call myself a normal runner, you know, because profe runners run marathons like in two hours and 20 minutes, two hours, the fastest is two hours and one minute. So they're like, for me, they're like immortals. <laughs> so anyways, basically... I learned that, you know, hyponitremia or low salt in the body, this is what it really calls low salt, low electrolytes in the body, is a dangerous place to be. And ever since that run, my friends, I don't mess around. I take my gels and they're nasty. They are not a piece of cake. They're not a piece of candy. They're not going to be enjoyable, but it's going to deliver the body what it needs, you know. It's going to give me my salt and potassium and the magnesium that the body needs that you sweat out that you lose on these intensive high intensity runs. So you know Don't mess around if you're doing, you know, more than one hour. Get the right type of energy. Don't mess around with your body. You know, it's actually also uh, very few calories as well. So you burn it out you burn it also along the way. So, you know, don't mess around with that and take your your running serious, take your training serious and get the right stuff for it. Uh, Even if uh, even if you have seen other people do otherwise, you know, I wouldn't want to test. I wouldn't want to test that one okay i wouldn't recommend anybody to test whether they can run a marathon or an old or or a half marathon with candy all right so my friends that is all i have for today i gotta go put this body in motion because i gotta get started to work again and uh get some stuff done so i thank you so much for listening to me babble into the end of this podcast i really appreciate your time and listening to me i hope that we stay in touch you can find me on facebook i am the only Judel Escoboris you will find and on instagram i'm at running and fabulous and with that i want to tell you schönen and tag and hasta mañana ciao